Good afternoon, Clear Creek ISD. My name is Elena Polson. I'm the Chief Communications Officer, and this is Car Rider Line. Today, we have a great program to talk about dual language in Clear Creek ISD. We are joined with by Cynthia Suarez, who is our coordinator of dual language programs in Clear Creek ISD. Um, welcome. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what is dual language in CCISD. Okay. So dual language two-way, it's also referred to as two-way immersion, is an educational model in which both our native English speakers and native Spanish speakers are going to receive instruction together in both English and Spanish. So language learning is going to take place primarily through content instruction. So their linguistic proficiency is developed as they do their academic tasks on a daily basis, you know, working with the teacher in our dual classrooms. Um, so that's kind of what the program is. A little background for us here in Clear Creek ISD. So back in 2002, there was a partnership created between the University of Houston Clear Lake and McWhorter Elementary, which is our PDLS, Professional Development Laboratory School. Um, and through that partnership, a dual language um, initiative was formed. So in 2004 and 2005, we began with our two kinder two-way classes at McWhorter Elementary. Kindergarten. In kindergarten. I exactly. think that's important. It's not, a, let me back up just, from people who might know about foreign language instruction that's normally provided at the secondary level mm -hmm. beginning in seventh, eighth grade. Um, but we're talking about five-year-olds yes. being fully immersed in their non-native language. Yes, exactly. So here in Clear Creek ISD, we do start in kindergarten, and our program goes from kindergarten through eighth grade. Um, so we do follow an 80-20 model, which is really just our Spanish instruction begins in kindergarten. It's heavier until we gradually increase until there's an equal amount of Spanish and English by the time they reach the fifth grade level. And we do have for every grade level at our five campuses, two kinder two-way classes that are part of our program. Great. What schools do host the program? Because it has grown over time. It definitely has grown over time, and we're definitely excited about that. So we have it at Brookwood Elementary, Landalt Elementary, League City Elementary, McWhorter, and Stewart. We also have it at our intermediate levels, which is going to be hosted at Clear Creek Intermediate, Clear Lake Intermediate, and Bayside Intermediate. And so once they move from fifth grade to sixth grade, they can continue on in the program if they choose. Exactly. So all of our fifth graders currently, that's what we've been working on. You know, we have different options in CCISD for our sixth grade level. Um, so anybody who's been in our two-way program does have the option to just continue on into one of those three campuses. Why would a parent choose to put their child in the dual language program? So definitely there are many benefits to the program. You know, we have our students uh, being exposed to the different cultures. There's, you know, different pathways to bilingualism. You know, we want our students in Clear Creek ISD to be fully bilingual. So they're able to listen, speak, read, and write, you know, the Spanish language. You know, it, it does increase their self-esteem because, you know, they're being challenged, you know, with second language learning while, you know, both sides, both our Spanish speakers and our English speakers are learning language. And so this definitely will help develop their language skills, you know, throughout their educational history. So, and as we know, future marketability, it is great to be bilingual. So students do absorb language when they are younger at a faster rate. So that's one of the things that we have seen with our program. Absolutely. Uh, we were at Brookwood Elementary a couple weeks ago and the parents, we were at a parent coffee talk and they were raving about the dual language program at Brookwood. And it was interesting because there were parents who had children in fifth grade, even moved on to intermediate school, and the new parents that were there that had kindergarten, and the newer parents were um, struggling a little bit about 
um, they felt a little overwhelmed by whether or not their child would be successful. And it was great to hear the other parents say, just give it time. They'll do just great. What are you hearing from parents about the program? Exactly. And those are questions that always come up and, and, you know, they are very valid questions. And we definitely, you know, promote the same thing that our parents share to other parents. And that is, you know, you do have to give it time, that adjustment period, um, because not only are they learning a second language, but a lot of them are just beginning school. So we're talking about entering kindergarten as well as, you know, starting that second language learning process. And we definitely do at the campuses have um, semester meetings where we kind of work with the parents on how you can help them at home, you know, to, you know, help them feel more at ease, you know, as their students are entering kindergarten. So what would a typical day look like for a child in a dual language program? Okay. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we do follow an 80-20. So I'm going to start like with the kindergarten through second grade. So we are heavier amounts of Spanish. So their literacy instruction, their reading and writing and math is going to be in Spanish. So that's going to be the biggest components. But their science and social studies from kinder to fifth are going to be all in English. But when they get to grades three through five, then we start switching the units by adding more English depending on what unit they're in for literacy and math. So in the lower grades for all of our incoming kinder, what we do for all grade levels as well is we do bridge. So at the end of each instructional unit, depending on what language it's being taught in, we bridge that vocabulary to make language comparisons between English and Spanish so that students are still exposed to the vocabulary in both languages. And um, if a parent was watching this program and they have a child that's in third grade and would like to be part of the dual language program, can they? Um, So all of our kids start in the kindergarten year. After kindergarten, we do have uh, a different process where they do have to test in, you know, because we do have a lot of students that come from other different dual programs or have had some type of Spanish immersion. And so we definitely just test them in. And of course, we check for availability at one of our five campuses to see if there's space. Absolutely. Okay. Um, What long-term data uh, or success do you have that shows that dual language not only has students mastering another language by third grade? Is it by third grade or fifth grade? At what point do you you measure success for the dual language proficiency? So, you know, through fifth grade, they are going to have, you know, stronger level of Spanish speaking. But of course, you know, academic research shows that to develop that academic language, it takes, you know, five to seven years. So continuing on into that, you know, sixth, seventh and eighth grade year definitely builds, you know, continues to build on that Spanish fluency for our students. And the model does shift a little bit at the intermediate level. At the elementary level, they're fully immersed. At the intermediate level, what does that look like? So that's a great question. So intermediate, since by fifth grade, we are already at 50-50 between the English and Spanish in our content area. So sixth grade, seventh and eighth, we base it on their content instruction. So language arts and social studies are going to be the two courses that fall under the dual language program. And those courses are taught in Spanish and English as well. Um, And so then for the rest of the day, they do go into general population for math, science and all of their electives. Uh, The benefit of continuing into high school, uh, I'm sorry, intermediate, is that they also have the opportunity to get their credits for Spanish one, two and I was going to ask that question. So they can earn their high school uh, required foreign language credits in intermediate school with Spanish. Yes, exactly. So the way it works is that through language arts and social studies, we embed the the TEKS into those two courses so that students are able to do practices within their content instruction to get those credits. Um, By eighth grade, they do take a Spanish three course. That's like a Spanish three for native speakers as well. So then, yes, they have the opportunity to be done with those high school requirements. Although some students, from what I understand, actually pick up a third language. 
Yes, definitely. We have had some students um, continue on into high school, and instead of taking one pathway, would be to take Spanish four to prepare for the AP exam, and then take Spanish five and six. But some students choose to just try another language to become trilingual, which is also a wonderful opportunity for our students. We were talking. The other day, and mm-hmm. you had a great story about a parent who came back to share some information about a former student. Can you share your that story? Yeah, and so it's actually very exciting. Um, not too long ago, we have one of our former dual language students' parent come in to, to let us know that her English speaker um, was now working in the business world and was traveling frequently to Mexico, and how he felt very comfortable going because of his experience in the dual language program and his ability to be fluent in Spanish. And so then, if the family doesn't speak that language. So if you're a native English speaker and your child's in the program, how do parents support the Spanish speaking at home? Okay. So that's definitely a question that, you know, we do get very often. And so we definitely continue to practice with the Spanish instruction on a daily basis through our wonderful dual language teachers in here in CCISD. So at home, what we usually ask our parents is to continue to work in their first language. So to continue to work with them in English, doing things such as read aloud in English, asking them, you know, what the story is about, just to continue to build that language while during the school day, you know, we work on that Spanish development. And for those that are watching, if you have any questions, please feel free to add them to the comment section and we will we will answer them. Um, So the application window is open right now. If a parent is interested, what do they do next? Okay. So, yes, we're excited that our application opened on February 1st. Um, So the first step would be to apply on our dual language website. We do have um, an electronic application, but we also have paper copies. So if you apply electronically, then you're good. If you want to do a paper copy, you would just download that application and get that submitted to the campus where you would like to apply. After that, one of the requirements is to attend a parent session. Um, And those parent sessions will be beginning in April. So you will come to one of the parent meetings where we're going to learn more about the program, what the student's day looks like, expectations, procedures, and of course, answer any questions that parents may have about the program. After that, on the application will close on May 5th, um, and then that'll give us a week to have one more meeting for you know our parents who were not able to attend any of the others. And then on May 12th at 9 a.m., we're going to hold our lottery. So all campuses, all five campuses will do their lottery at the same time, and we'll draw for those two kindergarten classes. Um, Once we draw for the spots that are available, then we'll draw for a waiting list. And then within the next few days, then we're going to start contacting parents and letting them know where they fell into the list, whether it was a waiting spot or actually drawn into the lottery. After that, the multilingual department, we are going to call and start scheduling testing because one of the requirements is that students are fluent in English. So we do administer an assessment just to check for that. And if they score fluent, then they get the spot for that program and then they would just complete uh, registration with the campus saying they accept the spot. Now one thing we do say though is throughout this whole process to go ahead and register at your home school um, for kindergarten and then once if they do get in then we would just put a transfer in to the dual language campus. And for parents of Spanish-speaking students how do they 
get into the program. So for our Spanish-speaking side, it's going to work the same way. So they they will apply. You know, we get that information. A lot of them are in our pre-K programs right now. So we go ahead and get that information out to them. And then they will follow the same process. They have to attend the parent meeting. Their name goes into the lottery. We're going to assess for them for their Spanish fluency. Um, and then we'll start notifying to let them know, yes, your child will get that spot from the drawing. That's wonderful. Well, you have been very comprehensive in your answers. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, well, I mean, CCISD offers this wonderful program, and I just really would like for you know our parents and families in the community to consider the program. It's, it's a wonderful time for our students to be learning Spanish at such a long, young age. And so if you do, you know, I look forward to seeing you all at our parent meetings. Wonderful. Again, the application window is open. You can find more information at www.ccisd.net. And that's it for this episode. Please um, know that this episode will also be available for playback on the website if, if you missed a piece of that and want to go back and watch it. Um, you can also search for Car Rider Line wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, have a great day. Mm-hmm.